found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits, 29th day of August. Almost finished with the month. 31 days in this month, though. That's Matt. right. Almost. That's right. Then we'll run into the Labor Day holiday. And that means there will not be a show. <laughs> On Monday. Now, we just want you to be perfectly clear and aware, no show Monday. There you go. Okay. Now, we talked about this a little bit a week or so ago. Right. About COVID and some of the missed reports involving COVID deaths. Mm. Now, this information says, and I am not making this up. All right. Nearly 99% of COVID deaths reported by the CDC each week are not primarily caused by the virus. 99%. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention COVID dashboard shows just 1.7% of uh, this figure of 324 COVID deaths registered in the week ending August 19th had the coronavirus as the primary cause of death. Now, these are more recent figures compared to the yeah. figures of yesteryear. But okay. you have to figure that the figures would be about the same even when we were in the midst of that virus. Okay, You think so? I, I, I just, you know, because there were so many, you know, motorcycle accident. Well, I mean, there was you some know, of that oh, going Well, on. I had COVID. But, I mean, I also know people that, that got it. And well, oh, that's legit. Then, they're you know, a week later they're gone, you know. The primary or underlying cause of death is defined as the disease, situation, or event that initiated the chain of events directly resulting in death. All right, now we, I think everybody out there probably knew somebody that uh, passed away due to COVID Mm -hmm. through the, uh, we did, numbers of people. Yeah. Complications of the primary cause of death are usually considered secondary causes when doctors register a death certificate. For example, COVID could be listed as a secondary cause of death when the virus puts too much stress on a person with a pre-existing heart condition. Ah, okay. And again, we were probably seeing some of that during the, the you know, the midst of the COVID you know, criteria. Right, right. The primary cause of death would be listed as heart disease with COVID as a contributing cause. Mm. Meanwhile, Americans are being told to be ready to roll up your sleeve for a new COVID booster vaccine this fall. Now, how many of you are going to? Okay. I, you know, I got mine, what was it now, a few years ago when I was getting ready to travel. Right. And I figured, you know, back then you had to pretty much be show proof of a vaccine to travel. And then, you know, you were masked up, you did all the stuff and, mm-hmm. you know. But then since then, there have been numbers and numbers of boosters that have been offered out there. They're still there. You don't hear about it so much because right. they found other things to pick on. <laughs> sure. You know, right now. Right. You know, let's, let's turn your attention here. We want you to focus on this, this evil going on. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, here's something else to go along with this, okay? This is something else. Okay. A recent study Mm -hmm. 
found disposable masks can have toxic chemicals. All right, so we were all masked up. This is involving N95, the mask, the good right. ones. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Experts say this could make newly instated mask mandates ineffective. The study found that the chemicals released by these masks that had eight times the recommended safety limit of toxic, volatile, organic compounds. And there's some people that hardly ever took theirs off. Ever. Right. You see some still walking around with them outside. Inhaling TVOCs has been linked to health issues like headache and nausea, while prolonged and repeated usage has been linked to organ damage and cancer. Wow. So what's the worst of two evils here? Well, okay, so how long and how often do you have to wear them Well, for it to, to really be an issue? You know, I sprayed weeds 25 years ago with uh, ortho weed killer. Do I qualify for that, that lawsuit? <laughs> do, you? do you? I mean, but everybody on earth was told it's to wear like, these. It's like this, okay? If you, if you work at a mine for a month, are you going to get black lung? Well, you could. Could you? It's like they or say. Or are you going to get it after several years? They'll say that you can be affected by secondhand smoke like that. Right. So you could develop cancer from that being around that one smoker. It may take time. Right. But And again, I don't know how quickly this happens. It's not like suddenly your nose falls off because, you you know, you've been wearing this mask. But Right. I mean, I mean I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, think about how many, how many doctors have been in operating rooms over the years. And they've worn masks way more than we have. I don't know. I, you know? But it's like, is this stuff really worth us worrying about? Right. Or is it just right. something for us to, you know, yeah, to argue more about? Yeah. Because the, now you'll run into, I'm not wearing a mask. It's going to kill me. <laughs> okay. You'll hear that. Yes, you will. From the far side of... Which, by the way, now we're starting to hear that there's another... You know, it's it's going to hit us again. It's a strain different. Yeah, well, yeah. it's it's just, you know, I don't know if it's a different strain or what the deal is, but, you know, we could be possibly looking at more shutdowns again, and it's just going to get blah, blah, blah. That's what I've heard. How do you, how do you get by this? How do you know. move on? You know, back in 1918 with the great Spanish flu pandemic, you know, when... You know, people were dying from the the flu all over the world, mm-hmm. just like this. Yeah. Now we didn't hear huge numbers all over the world like we did here in the states. I mean, we seem to lead the way in the number of deaths compared to all other nations, and maybe that's because we were combining ours with other ingredients. I don't know. But you're talking millions. If you include those killed in World War One. And those killed by the the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918, you were talking wiping out. (laughs) I mean, it was a huge number, millions and millions. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I. So what are you going to do? Because, you know, we were making masks, you know, out of uh, whatever we could find because you couldn't get a mask. (laughs) T shirts. Then we were told that, well, that's ineffective. (laughs) Okay. Right. So you're wasting your time. Basically, you felt good. You had something over your nose. You felt like it was working. Yeah. 
And then, you know, the people that wear them with their nose out. <laughs> what could... <laughs> You know, I know it's difficult to breathe. I, it, it is, and it's. Yeah. But you're accomplishing nothing, right? So I, what are you going to do? Let's okay. Let's say we we get issued, you know, more of this same stuff. What are you going to do, man? What's what's your going to be your approach to this? Are you going to write it out? Are you going to? I mean, it depends on on. I I, I don't feel like we're going to go through it again. I okay. just it just I just feel like well, we'll we handle things we, differently. We can't afford it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, we, no. we can't afford it. I mean, look at our economy it would, and what it happened. Would wreck. I mean, oh my gosh. We gave away trillions of dollars in useless monies that people just spent on stupid stuff. Sneakers and TVs. <laughs> but every family got. Oh, we. Oh yeah. boy, look, it was like getting another tax check, basically. Right. <laughs> you know, and that cost us a few trillion to do that. Right. And look at what happened. You know, the just. Then you couldn't get any parts. You couldn't get the economy. You know, it's like you can't do that again. You can't shut down. Right. So what do you do? Do you just, you know, everybody's all ill, working, sweats. You know, you got the sweats. <laughs> yes. Feverish, you know. And you, I don't, you know, I, but you can't. I, the ill effects of that whole deal are mm-hmm. terrible. I know. Still we still I mean, feel we're it. still feeling yeah. yeah we will for years so i but those are two stories related specifically to that mm-hmm. that make you think what's the lesser of two evils here yeah so and again like you said probably prolonged mask wearing but again if they say you can be exposed to cigarette smoke for a brief period of time and still develop lung cancer you got to believe that that's possible i don't know i don't know Probably depends on the person and what they're susceptible to, I guess. I, I don't know, man. All I did accomplish wearing a mask when I wore one, and yeah. it was as seldom as possible, was have a runny nose. Okay? It just <laughs> was a real hassle. Sure. And, uh, you know, I would put it on. I still have this built in me to stay six feet away from people or more. And, again, they proved that that didn't really affect anything. <laughs> Putting right. up these, you know... These plastic barriers, yeah, the, you know, yeah. that didn't affect anything. No. no. They're false securities. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, I don't know. For sure. I guess I'll just write it out. Yeah. I'm getting elderly. Yes, you are. You're getting so, angry. So, <laughs> so basically, if something happens to me, they'll blame it on that because I'm old. Yes. I'd yes. fall into the elderly category. Yes, you would. Okay. <laughs> Died from old man syndrome <laughs> accompanied with COVID. Yes. Yeah. Old man syndrome. It's, it is 6.38. Well, squeeze in a minute, 15 second break. That's How about it. that? Don't go far. All right. Because we got more tidbits coming up. This is Tidbits. Well, here we are on a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. Let's see if this uh, qualifies. Matthew, you have a uh, much broader range of tasting than I do. Okay. So this says that your favorite foods and tastes can reveal things about your personality. All right. So here we go. Hot and spicy foods. Mm. You go for some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Says um, you're a daredevil. Oh. And are always willing to try almost anything. 
that describe you? Pretty much. Okay. Change doesn't scare you. Nope. Boring does. Yep. You'll go hotter and hotter and will try to resist drinking water unless you absolutely have to. Now, that's not you. That's not me. Yeah. No, I don't go that far. Now, those that really go hot, hot, that's right. the way they are. I'm not afraid of, of hot sauce. I'm not afraid of, you know, putting, yeah. like, adding. You like flavor. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you like a little But I, I don't like heat for the sake of heat. Okay. You know, where it's like, oh, right. I'm going to eat this ghost pepper. Look at me sweat. That's that's. I'm not into that. No, I've seen those guys. Yeah. Generally in the bar, half looped. <laughs> okay. And the challenge happens. Okay. Yeah. 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 Now, it says when you ingest hot sauce or chili peppers, the hot sensation isn't just warm, it actually hurts. Now, for some, that's what the case is. Yeah. People who go for super hot, court danger and pain without much risk and feel relief when the heat ends. Mm. So I guess it's just, there's something, you're you're kind of a weirdo. Okay, there you (laughs) go. You're kind of a weirdo. (laughs) Bitter foods, such as coffee. See, now I... Is coffee considered bitter? I, I'm if so it's used just to it. black coffee. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like it. I, I think you do. Unsweetened chocolate, I like that. Olives, yes. I don't know what endives are. Bitter melon, escarole, and kale. Now, we've talked about kale. Of course, that's not in salad. Okay? You don't find... <laughs> you'll never find a piece of kale in your salad, according to our listeners. That's right. Okay. It's not used in it. <laughs> They're known to help manage cholesterol levels. There you go. And insist, and they assist in metabolizing fats, and some people just can't get past the bitterness. So an endive okay. is a young, typically blanched chicory plant <laughs> eaten Chick- as yeah. a cooked vegetable or in salads. Because you do see occasions where you add, you add chicory to your coffee. Yeah. I have seen that. Yeah. Hmm. Says if you like bitter tasting foods and drinks, you might have a number of dark personality traits. Yep, there you go, <laughs> including selfishness, <laughs> sadism, and narcissism. <laughs> That's not me, Matt. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> you've been silently quitting for the last yes. thirty years. Yes, that's right. All right, you um, <laughs> you've described yourself as Adonis-like. Yes, very much. <laughs> and uh, and you basically you just you just talked about how you're going to die of old man. So that that's all three right there: selfishness, sadism, narcissism. Right there. That's that's you. Man, that described me to a T, didn't it? <laughs> Researchers found that bitter taste preference was linked to some very unpleasant personality traits. <laughs> General bitter taste preferences emerged as a robust predictor. Now, what's that? Machiavellianism. <laughs> isn't that where you where you basically where you isn't Machiavelli? Isn't that where you try to like control someone? Is it? Yeah. No, I don't do that to you. I don't try to control you. Psychopathy. Or is that what you want me to believe? <laughs> Narcissism and everyday sadism. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Person, okay, Machiavellian is, is the personality trait that denotes cunningness, the ability to be manipulative, and a drive to use whatever means necessary to gain power. That's far from me. 
<laughs> See, the problem is that takes a lot of effort. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be in control of nothing. Right. That's why I'm quitting. But, man, that did hit a few spots. Uh, you know, that made me a little sore, Matt. <laughs> Here we go. Salty food. All right. Do you like salt? Uh, depends on what it's what it is. Okay. All right. If you crave potato chips, your body may actually be telling you that you have a mineral deficiency. And need to get more potassium, calcium, and iron into your diet. People who love salt tend to like to go with the flow, but still get frustrated with life's little annoyances, such as not being able to get a spot out of their clothing or getting stuck in traffic. While they're competitive and ambitious, they still believe in destiny. Okay. They're also incredibly curious creatures and tend to be big novelty seekers. Though this food profile hasn't been confirmed by science, and neither was the last one involving me, <laughs> many agree with that personality. All right. Now, you know, I like potato chips, but I'm not eating them just for salt. I, you know. Right. I'm the same way. Yeah. In fact, I, I think a lot of times, especially when I'm when I'm cooking, yeah, I think I tend to undersalt. Yeah. And I always need someone to hey taste this. Does it need more salt? So that's good. That's a good one. See, I, did, I don't care if I have salt at all. I really don't. Right. In fact, that I feel like why I'm, I cramp all the time. It could be. Yeah. I feel like I'm more um, sensitive to salty foods. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's like years ago, spam was great. Now it's just it's, like uh, salt. It's yeah. like a piece of salt block. Yeah. And there's sometimes when you go out to eat and it's like everything is just yeah. so salty. So see, we're about that. That may be old man's. It, it may know. be. I don't know, man. I before my mom passed, like you know, she she just her her taste buds went long ago, and every time she cooked anything, it was way oversalted. Okay, that's great, mom. <laughs> mm. So you and I are pretty decent in that category. Yeah, sweet foods. Liking sweet foods means you have a sweetheart personality. See, I love sweet foods. The study found that consuming, me too, consuming sugary foods. You always complain, no. dude. It's sweetie. It's a, so I don't want sweetie. That's for breakfast, okay? I don't want sweetie for, I don't want a donut for breakfast, okay? That's more of a snack. Uh, okay. All right. They enhance your agreeable and helpful tendencies and emphasize that sweetness is a universally soothing and gratifying experience. There you go. That, that's all. that describes me to a T. Oh, yeah. To a T. If you prefer sweet foods, you tend to like to walk on the wild side and yes. take chances. Yes. If you're specifically into chocolate, you're helpful, emotionally vulnerable, charming, flirtatious, and somewhat of a drama queen. Yes, that's all me. <laughs> Do you like chocolate? I mean, you know, it's not, I'm not, it's, okay, see? it's, you know. So that's not, you're not heavy into it. Yeah, I'm not You're not craving super, it. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Tangy or citrus. Mm. People who prefer tangy citrus or sour foods may be anxious, stressed, and on high alert. As far as your health goes, luckily, the very things you crave can boost your immunity and lower your stress levels and keep you from getting scurvy. That's true. Individuals who have a preference for sour flavors tend to uphold elevated standards and are not really are readily satisfied. They might exhibit a tendency to be excessively descending and severe at times. Additionally, they are prone to rapid anxiety 
and frequently engaged in overthinking. Mm. I guess that's why Grandma always sat on the couch eating an orange and shaking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eating an orange and shaking. Four oh grand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We uh, savory foods. Okay. People who want savory foods like okay. tacos, tacos, cheeses, yes. and steak. Yes. Yes. Have a tendency to be a bit serious, and may have a dry sense of humor. Huh. You enjoy all different kinds of spices as long as they aren't hot, and that's me. And not a whole lot of spice, please. And you have a very refined sense of taste. Okay. You're a genius at noticing details and using all your senses. Hmm. In addition to taste, like smell, touchy-feely, and even sound when eating or drinking. It's important to know... That not much research has been given to this food profile. I feel like we could say that about all of these. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you, if you go with what my, just based on coffee and, and olives and what I you know, I'm a wretch. Okay, I'm a wicked wretch. But I think this is for what I, for what it seems like is when you crave food, like what are you craving? Is it sweet? I'm not craving anything. You'll crave anything. So you're just I just eat it. I like coffee. I don't crave it. I'll eat an olive, but I don't buy them. Okay, it's sure, I, but it makes me out to be a wretch, Matt, and you, and you play along with it. You turn me into this I, ugly individual oh, on the radio. See, now you're being a Machiavellian. You're, you're manipulating me. Why me? <laughs> you're manipulating me. Am oh, I you're, that bad? You're right, Dale. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> oh, so that, that's all the groups they've got. Yeah. Do you think they're missing anything in there? Oh, there's sweet, tangy, savory, yeah, we can salty, covered it, I guess. bitter, spicy. And the people that like the salty sweet together. See, that's, yeah. yeah. So anyway, there you go. Some things about what you like. Because see, it's like, okay, I, I feel like <laughs> if I crave something, if, I, if I'm if i really wanting okay. to crave something, right, I it would probably tend to be savory. Right, like so I want a steak. I want steak. Well, I want yeah. tacos, nachos. Yeah, whatever. yeah. That's what I would tend to crave. Because yeah. if I if if I could afford it, it'd be steak. Sure, you know. Sure, I mean, yeah. But I can't. Right. You know, jar of olives. I can't afford that. You know. And are they readily available at my favorite dollar store? I don't know. <laughs> it's the good stuff there. <laughs> oh, friends, <laughs> but I don't know. But I love olives. Hmm. No, I don't bite them. My mom loved olives. You know, if I get a martini, like a a Bloody Mary, let's say, yeah. I want that long stick full of olives. I don't want celery. You want olives. Celery just tastes terrible. Don't you think? Do you like celery? I like, Even with I like peanut butter. It's still, I, I love celery and peanut butter. It still, love it celery. still tastes oh, terrible. Love it. Love it. Piece of celery in that soup. <laughs> Lima beans. <laughs> Cooked celery has a very bizarre <laughs> texture, for sure. But I, I love peanut butter and celery. Okay. Well, there we go. We're out of time. Oh, that, was our, that was our... Was that like our... Knocking, okay, wrap, wrap like it up. Like the boxing yeah. match. You've got 10 seconds. Slug him. Okay. <laughs> so there we go, Matt. Some tidbits on a Tuesday. Okay. Remember, we won't be here on Monday. No, we're not going to okay, be here <laughs> we, we want you to be we don't, abundantly aware. Yeah. Don't be looking for it. No. And live or podcast. That's right. All right. 
So I'll uh, see you tomorrow. All right, see you. All right, then. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.